Kicking off this week's show, a very special throwback there to 2005. The song Slow Night So Long, the album Aha Shake Heartbreak, the artist Kings of Leon. You're listening to For the Record on FBI Radio. My name's Maya Billick. I'm joined by Dan Gordon. Hello. We're celebrating 15 years of Aha Shake Heartbreak, which is crazy that it came out so long ago. Man. And how much it's still rocks still rules still a really great album we won't won't try we'll try not to go into too much of the fall from grace that kings of leon had (laughs) but we always have the first three records yeah so in the kings of leon world aha shake heartbreak comes after youth and young manhood which was like a for 2003 i feel like it was one of those records that just was like a mic drop moment that so many people were like whoo yeah. Just, like, absolutely blown out of the water by... Sim- similar, maybe not in terms of scope or, you know, um, aftermath effect on music, but similar in terms of um, something like Is This It by The Strokes, you know what I mean? Where it's like, wow, gets everyone kind of talking. I don't... Not that... And that's not me comparing those two albums. I feel like... They're both we could go on. We could go on forever, but, I mean, Is This It changed um, guitar music forever. And and not that this not that the first record making of Leon didn't have an impact, but it definitely didn't have that impact. But what I do think that these first couple of albums by Kings of Leon did was really underline just how good working to your strengths can be as a band. And I think that's for me is what Kings of Leon really did really well in in the, with the first couple of records. I think that they they knew what they were good at. They did it really well, and they didn't try to do anything too crazy or outlandish. That said, I feel like all of their new stuff, right, it could be in the grand scheme of things, like everything could have gone in a totally different way. And I guess to Kings of Leon's benefit, um, they're still able to give their fans the thing that they fell in love with in the first place, to some degree, all these albums later. Yeah, look, and I don't really want to hark on or touch too much on the more recent stuff because I feel like, like a lot of people... I'm not really the biggest fan, but I do it for for me that kind of does work as a like a positive for listening back to Kings of Leon's record because I it makes me appreciate the first few albums for what they are and and how good we had it back then. Like I listened to A Heartshake Heartbreak and and I I listened to the opening of um Taper Jean Girl and mm. just suddenly I'm, you know, back in 2005, 2006 when I was first listening to Kings of Leon. And it's a really good car album. Yeah. Like it's not always easy to make good records to drive to and I guess that's obviously up to interpretation and personal taste. This record moves in such a good way across the tracks and also when you're driving on the road. Yeah. And I mean, it also, to me, it, it, it kind of feels like they weren't really ever breaking a sweat making music like back, you know, in 2003, 2004, 2005, it feels like it was the most effortless thing in the world and they didn't really have to have to do too much to in order to make an album. Obviously, that's underselling the album making process, but... That's kind of how the the music rolls and flows on this record is kind of like just effortless after effortless after effortless track. Yeah. Now, uh, coming up, we're going to delve a little deeper into why Dan calls them the Southern Strokes. So don't go anywhere. Keep it locked on for the record here on FBI Radio. Get in touch on 0409 945 945. Let us know what your favorite track of the album is. We're going to hop into a couple more off the record. This one right here, King of the Rodeo. 
hearing the ends of Pistol of Fire by Kings of Leon off their second record. A Heartshake Heartbreak, which is 15 years old this year. Pretty crazy how quick the time flows by. Up the top, you heard King of the Rodeo, and then in the middle, the classic Taper Jean Girl. Yeah, Taper Jean Girl is a pretty good classic, and I think what makes the song so undeniable is how, and I wouldn't have ever really thought or made the connection until you said it earlier, Dan, but the fact that there are like rock on a bed of like country. Yeah, I think they have that they have that southern twang to it. They have this grit, this kind of like almost like this edge to them that probably won't go away um for as long as they're making music. I still I still think they have that to this day and whether or not they're making as quality songs as they are here. But I I, I don't know. I think that that to me is a, a really big factor in into why they were such a popular band is because they were doing something just that little bit different because we got like setting the scene back in 2005, 2003 when they were kind of like breaking on to the main stages around the world. Indie rock was like probably as big as hip hop is now, or at least that was the more kind of prominent form of music like yeah. in terms of like the festival circuit. So you got like a lot of rock bands and Everyone was doing a little bit different, but Kings of Leon for me were doing just that little bit more to differentiate themselves from, you know, your average Joe run-of-the-mill kind of rock band. Well, I just think it's different, right? So if you look at Because of the Times, um, On Call and Knocked Up, on that whole record, uh, the band seemed to like really pull you in. It's, it's a lot more of an intimate kind of record and... The whole movement of Because of the Times is a bit more intimate, whereas on Aha Shake Heartbreak, you kind of get this feeling to me of this like big band jam mm. outside, just like having fun, a little bit of a raucous kind of thing, yeah. almost like a super, super old school kind of skiffle band thing, even a little bit like minus a washboard if you want or whatever. Yeah, it, like, it could almost, it, like it could almost be like they pl- like tracked these songs live. Like like capturing lightning in a bottle. I feel like the difference between maybe something like this record and um, because of the times, because of the times feels a little bit more um, more refined, more um, produced, more sleek. Like it 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 feels like they really went into the studio and were like, all right, we've got an idea. How do we execute that? Whereas this one feels like four family members having fun recording music. Not and you know not that either or is better. I just think that there's there's for me there's definite um separation in terms of the first two records and then going on past that they definitely cleaned up their sound or you could kind of hear them starting to clean up their sound a little bit. So these two first two kind of have that more raucous kind of wild um southern energy to them. If you want to paint a better picture of what Dan means, you know, like the Heim album we did a few weeks ago is a little bit crisper, whereas this one you kind of get the feeling it was all like snappy one-take kind of recordings. Yeah, and that's not to say that they didn't really care about the sound of the record or how it sounded. I just think that was the intention. I think they wanted to recreate, because they've always been known, especially back then, for being like a really charismatic, fun, energetic live act. And I think they were probably trying to wanting to transfer that over to the album. Just pretty no frills. Yeah. If you just tuned in, this is for the record. Uh, over an hour, Dan Gordon and I, Maya Billick, run through a whole record. We give you our thoughts on it. You hear it in full. You can 
check it out uh, at fbiradio.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Right now, we're about halfway through Aha Shake Heartbreak by Kings of Leon. If you want to text in 0409-945-945 is the spot to do so. We'd love to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts on Kings of Leon, old versus new. If you thought they fell off, if you thought they haven't, everyone's got an opinion. There's a little bit more of the record to get through, including this next one. Coming up is The Bucket, but first, as we have a little bit more of the record to go through, is Milk. So Tell me the one about the friend you knew in the last good night that we toasted to. So In the matinee and the spotlight show what I chased away. Stay for me. She saw my coma over her hourglass body. She had problems with drinking milk and being school party. She'll loan you her toothbrush. She'll bought him your party.
Raz right there. Up the top, you heard Milk. Probably Kings of Leon's breakout track, The Bucket, in right after that one, and then Soft up in the middle there. You're tuned in to For The Record here on FBI Radio 94.5, and we're talking about A Heartshake Heartbreak by Kings of Leon, which is celebrating its 15th birthday this year. Now, what you just heard there was The Bucket, which is my favourite track on the album, uh, a song that charts how the youngest follower brother, Jared, really struggles with fast fame that came for the band following their first record and how in this song uh, the rest of his bandmates, his family, are going to catch him if he were to fall. Um, If you want to compare this to uh, Haim, who we did a few weeks ago, which you can listen back to online, um, the Haim sisters reference their relationship and their bond as a family is not only what made their humble beginnings turn into a very successful band but rather how their working as a family has made them better musicians and etc it's a little bit this song the bucket rather charts i think for me uh the unfortunate things that kind of happened to the brothers following this album and eventually with Only By The Night there were issues with some of them feeling like they didn't get enough credit, some really bad familial things happening and a little bit I guess on the other end of the spectrum a really bad falling out between family and music. Yeah I guess you definitely you definitely do notice that shift in the sonics of the albums, you know, post uh, a heartshake heartbreak. I still think because the times has like a bit of that like youthful fun energy, yeah. but everything does seem to like tighten up just that like that little peg every kind of time. I think that's that's another reason why these these first couple of records and because the times like are so loved is because they still have that like vibrance to them. They don't they don't kind of feel like they're just like clocking in for work and then and then leaving you know like they they feel like they're really there to put in a shift also when you're a band like three albums in known as the underdog indie darlings to suddenly have a grammy award winning record and become mainstream i can imagine would be a pretty jarring experience yeah i I think like they they got ultra famous to levels where you know very very few bands reach in in the space of like a year or so mm. and 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 that'd do crazy things to anybody so i don't really want to like necessarily go on on record and judge them too much for what they did post post the first few records but i definitely do think you're right you kind of can notice that breakdown in in the music that they were making we love you the bottle wheels don't put that in <laughs> oh my god my um a little bit of context with the band's evolution right here on For The Record. We are going to unpack the last little bit of the album, so don't go anywhere. On FBI Radio 94.5 FM, digital radio and streaming at fbiradio.com. We're going to leave you now with Day Old Blues. Hold me down 
Oh! 
That's it for this week on For the Record. It's been a pleasure bringing you a heartshake heartbreak by Kings of Leon, celebrating 15 years. Throwing it back. We will be back with you next week. If you want to get in touch, for the record, for the record at fbiradio.com is the spot to do so, or you can hit us up on Instagram, for the record, FM is the name. Plus, if you follow us on Instagram, you'll get a little bit of a heads up on the album we're doing each week. A few days before the show, so a little scoop. You can listen back to today's show at fbiradio.com or if you want to make the commitment, chuck us a follow, subscribe, wherever you get your podcasts from and you can listen back whenever you damn well, please. Stick around though. Lunch with Maria Dimitrakis is up next. Taking you until the one o'clock mark is Rememo and where nobody knows. We'll see you here at the same time next week. 
see the city girls again Only bring them what to carry on So that you know I won't be long Trippin' bills, it's cold as hell And the motherfuckers gonna go to jail Virgin overlooking me Trying to put together what to say Although it wouldn't matter anyway Dripping beard is cold as hell And the motherfucker's gonna go to jail Dreaming more except for home It's personal but they need to know I can't hardly reach you 
and I know it's good hard to be you So I'll be dabbing you and nobody knows Silly, I can tell you It would take a little second to break you So I'll be dabbing you and nobody knows I'll be dabbing you and nobody knows Yes, it comes Like a stone, stone like a rock, clogging up your nose again. Pop as a search and double as a knock and just swimming up my skin. Here goes now. 